0: Amen. All those that are live watching us, we're grateful for you. Stay plugged in. Share this on your watch party. Share it out. Those that are here, share it now. I'm going to begin. A, 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 today I want to talk about something called Why the Need? Why the Need? Say it with me. Why the, why the Need? Why the Need? And I'm going to go in through some stuff and we're going to lay some things out. And I'm going to get a little intense with it. uh, But I want you to see something here. Is that, well, we all have needs. Can someone say amen? Amen. There are so many needs. And there are so many different types of needs. There is financial needs. There is marital needs. There is material needs. There is spiritual needs. Um, The word need means this. Lack, the, the, the lack of something desirable, useful, that is essential. The lack of something desirable, useful, that is essential. So there is so many types of needs that are useful, that are desirable, and that are essential, things that we need to survive, and there are so many needs, we all have needs, and this is the thing, no one is immune from needs. All of us are going to face them one time or the other. We're going to face them uh, um, through life. We're going to face them in our Christian walk. We're going to face them in, in, not, even, in not even being saved in the natural world. We're going to face them. And, but we need to understand that we got to come to a place that we're going to face them and know why we face them. See, even the church has needs. Come on, somebody. The church has needs. You have needs. Individuals have needs. All, this is what I want you to see. People, there's lack in some people's lives, amen, at some time or point. I remember me and my wife, where we, didn't, we, didn't have, we had needs. We couldn't pay the rent. We couldn't pay our car. Um, we couldn't even buy food, believe it or not. Hello, somebody. We would cut hamburgers in half. We struggled so much, so much, church. That I didn't know, like, God, for real, so are you real? You're the God that owns the, uh, the cattle on a thousand hills? You're the God that owns everything? Does anybody understand what I'm saying? You're like, God, you said, God, that I'll be blessed. and God, you said that this and that. And so I remember these things. And I started finding out some stuff. Why there's needs in our life. There's why there's needs because sometimes we make dumb decisions with our finances. Nobody? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You make wrong decisions. You you use the money wrongly. You have needs in your marriage because you did something wrong in your marriage. You have needs materially because you wasted stuff. So the need is there because sometimes of wrong decisions. The need is there. Sometimes because of other decisions. The need is there for some stuff we're going to talk about right now. So, so I want you to know why the need. Someone say, why the need? why the need? Why the need? Now, if you have your Bible, turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Verse 1, when you have it, say Amen. Those that are watching us live, I know that you have a lack and you've lacked some point of your life, and you got to understand that you're going to find out today why the need. Some say, why the need? Why the need? We find out that maybe because of wrong choices, mishandling money, doing bad decisions, being in the flesh. Uh, come on, somebody. And there's another reason why, and I want to get into this here, First, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1, it says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet, cried out to Elisha, saying, "Your servant, my husband, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take. Save me to take, to take." those that are watching live, to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Tonight, God, I pray that you would speak to us, that you will awaken something in us, God, that we would allow your word to manifest itself, break things in us, and allow the word to begin to build us and transform us and begin to fill us up now in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, amen. Amen. I I want you to see here, Is something takes place here, there is something that begins to happen. The Bible says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. Now, she's talking about that he had a school of the prophets. He was either related to someone who was in the school of prophets or he was one of the prophets in that school. And what they would do, they would have housing for the prophets. And so the prophet would be there, the young prophets that were learning, that were in the school, that were being trained and equipped and being instilled the word of God. They would begin to bring their families, if they were married, would bring their wife and their children. They would bring their father and the mother. And they would leave in portions of houses and and little uh, uh, houses that they would live at around the area. And and so now at this time, she's relating to him said, look at my husband your servant, one who was in your ministry, one who was in your school. Now listen to this. Your servant, my husband, is dead. Someone say dead. Dead. Here's this woman, and this woman, she's known as a widow. She's, she's known as the widow with an oil. Her source of supply had been removed. She was dependent upon her husband. Her husband was the dependent For her life, he was the provider. He was the one who made the money for the food, for to eat, to live, to bring livelihood, to pay the debtors off, the money they owed, the collection. Uh, And so here is her source supply had been her husband. He was removed. He was gone. He was dead. And she had been thrown into now into trusting God, not her husband. Hmm. Everybody with me. She says, she begins to break down the type of man he was. He was a man who was a servant, and it was a man who feared the Lord. This was a godly man. This was a man of value, a man of character, a man of integrity. A man who knew the gospel, a man who knew the word, who knew the Mosaic laws, who knew uh, what, it, what, it, what it consists of him, of being a father in the home and a husband, what it was to also be a servant of God. He, he knew the logistics of it. And so here he was, and he was doing what was asked of him, and he was doing, and something doesn't say how he died. It doesn't say, uh, his it do not even say his name, and doesn't even mention her name. Uh, they might have never been in the background In the, in, in the, in the spirit of the ministry of helps where, where there were no recognition sometimes Because in the ministry of help No one mentions your name No one says nothing and You're just doing and doing and doing You're serving and serving and serving And so, so he said I'm faithful in serving And in my servanthood It doesn't even care if you say my name hello Say my name, say my name Didn't matter to him He was serving, he was serving, and and there she was as a woman, as a wife, supporting that, backing that up, there with it, and there was some lack in their life. It wasn't always, uh, always shiny and glory and glorifying because lack will hit your home, needs will hit your home. Needs come and needs go. Say with me, needs come and needs go. We'll always have needs. We'll always have wants. We'll always desire things. We'll always want more. And so here it is. She is throwing into her resource or, or to, to God for her resources. Not her husband, not a man. Now, now listen to what I'm saying. God was working in her life through the need. Mm. You, you, you gotta hear here he here goes, here goes, here he goes. This is the creditors are coming to take my sons. There is a need. There is the need. Someone say there's the need. Why the need? Then why the need? Why the need? Because the husband is gone, the security, financial security is gone. So that shows that the kids were not at the age that they can make money. You know they weren't Mexican kids because they weren't selling chiclets. If they were Mexican, they'd be selling chiclets, chiclets, chiclets. I remember when I was uh, when I was young, man. I'd be selling candy. We buy Mexican candy. We'd be selling it up at school. No, okay, praise. I was the only one. Get my hustle on. So these young kids didn't, weren't at the place that they could make money, and they were going to take the sons. The Mosaic law was like this: if the husband and wife owed money, and they had kids, and the husband would die, they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't. The husband was still alive. They couldn't do nothing to the kids until the husband died. And so the kids would pay off the debt, and they would go and they would go to work for a certain amount of time to pay off the debt. So the collector was coming to pick up his debt. And so she says, there's a need, there's a need. She's wondering why is this happening to me if I've done what I was supposed to be doing? Nobody ever said that? Oh, I'm, I'm in the right place now, here we go. So then, then uh, she is no longer stripped because her husband's gone. She's dependent now. It's not on her husband. She's thrown into the, her real source, which she finds out is God, not man. She, God was working in her life through the need. Now listen to this. Why the need? Because need should bring you closer to him. They don't want to hear me. Ain't nobody want to hear me. Talk to the home. Ain't nobody want to hear me. Your needs should draw you closer to Him. Why the need to get closer to Him? Listen to this God had used her circumstances to bring her to the prophet. Which in return brought the prophet closer to, to God. God allowed her need to, in order to meet her need. God allowed the need to meet her need. Listen, God allowed the need so she would get closer to God, so then God will return will meet the need. But what happens to us when we start going through things, our our, our need should take it to him, but sometimes it takes us to something else. Woo! Our need should bring us to trust God, but in reality, it brings us somewhere else. What is your need taking you to? What has your need taken you to? Has it taken you to put a band-aid on it? Has it taken you to do something wrong, something dumb? Something ungodly? Something carnal? Something fleshly? Because that's not the purpose of the need. Why is it that we blame God when we do something wrong. So say, why the need? Why the need? Say it like you have a need. Why, need. why the need? Her demand, her need brought her to the prophet of God. Where is your need bringing you to? That's my question. Come on, where is your need bringing you to? Those that are watching this live, comment, where is your need bringing you to? Where is your need bringing you to? It, 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 is it bringing you to the connection again? Is your need bringing you back to your old friends? Is your need taking you to the liquor store? To the CBU or BDC or whatever it could be? how you say it? Thank you, women's own CBD. They know their alphabets well. Is Where is it taking you to? Because your needs will take you somewhere. She came to him because he was the one who trusted God. When you trust God, people will come to you. When you when you trust God you affect others when you what they're gonna say how did you make it through that how did you make how did you do that How? how, how? tell me how well I'm gonna tell you how I got closer to God I started praying I started fasting I started crying I started yelling Uh, but I got a hold of God It made me shook a little bit, but it brought me closer to him. And you're going to be like, wow, if you can do it, I can do it. If you can do it, I can do it. If you do it, I can do it. Single mothers, if you can do it, we can do it. Listen, single fathers, if you can do it, we can do it. why the need to get us to get close to him to get us to understand him god has always has god has always been there and god has always remained faithful listen to what i'm saying he has the ability and the willingness to meet our needs He has it, but we gotta be willing to be patient and believe and be unmovable, unwavering, undoubting, and someone say, hold on. The Bible says that the debtors were coming for her sons. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Wow what shall I do for you? There was a need and through need comes desperation. So not say desperation. How many have ever been desperate? Oh. Your desperation should not make it carnal. Listen to what I'm saying. You don't want to go sell drugs no more. You, you, no, no, you don't, you don't hear me. When there's a need, we become desperate, desperate enough to do something wrong. And then you want the blessing of God on it? Then you want the hand of God on it? You have to be desperate enough to cry out to him. Come on, you gotta be desperate enough to allow God to do what he needs to do. To must say surrender. To surrender listen to her situation her desperation removed all trust from former sources her de- her need her situation stripped her of all her resources yeah you, know, you know you know you're not hearing me you're not hearing me god allowed everything to be stripped of her all her resources, all her income, all the flow of everything, all all the all all, the, all everything that that was coming in was stripped. Listen, as long as she had something else, she would not trust God. Long as she had a pension and long as she had money coming here and unemployment and long as she had uh, money coming from so-and-so and so-and-so and and this coming, she would have never trusted God. And sometimes we won't trust God because we got money coming from here, here, here and there or a little job here, overtime here. (laughs) As long as she had something else, she could not trust God or come to him. You got to catch this right here. God created circumstances to throw her on her knees. God will create the circumstances to to get us back on our knees. Why the need to get us back on our knees? Why the need to get us back on our knees? Why the need? Ah, you don't even know how many times that I had to be on my knees and crying out, God. God, I need you. God, I need you. God, I need this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. God, I need you to work with this person. I need you to deal with this person. I need you to expose this. I need you to do that. I need you for this for the church. I need you for this for the home. I need you this for the church. I need you for this family. I need you and it will draw me to my knees. To my knees. It'll draw me to surrender. It'll cause me to throw everything aside. And stop using excuses and compounds. Her desperation. Made her investigate. The secrets Of the prophet's life. She said, my God, this prophet, this man of God, I've seen him go through things and see him come out of things. I see him get hit. We've been around and we watched him and I see the need and he still pops up and, and he goes down. He goes up and, and the blessing coming and coming. And my God, all around, all around. So I, I need to find out what is the secret here? Because I have a need. He had a need. Why did his need get met and not mine? Mm. I've never asked that question, why him and not me? Why her and not me? She hit the knees and you hit the bottle. She hit the knees, you hit the pipe. She hit the knees, you hit the guy. Hello, somebody. Take that however you want. Oh, it's getting good, man. It's getting scary happy Halloween. Ay ay ay. This is getting good. I'm getting I'm enjoying myself. Here we go church. Here we go church. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Sometimes God allows things. I, I don't know why. But I found out, the why that I found out was to get me on my knees, to get me to surrender, to strip me down, to pour me out, to deal with me. I remember, man, when we couldn't, when we couldn't do nothing, man. I mean, we, we, we were nickeling, and diming every little thing that we did, and we're like, I don't know how we're gonna make it in the church, and we, we, were, we were administrating, we were like, man, we were, I, would, I would get my paycheck, and then I put it back inside, and then it was just going, it would be to me, the back to the church, and, and me paying for things, and, and I, have, I had receipts for reimbursements that I never got. I still have them there. I said, one day, I'm going to get my money back, one day. And then they just told me, I can't hold them too long, too late. So I had to just throw them away, There was times, man. I, I can get into some, just some stuff, man. And the Bible says, tell me. Someone say, tell me. tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. He says, tell me, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? Her desperation brought her to admitting some things. Will your desperation cause you to admit some stuff? Will your desperation really cause you to expose yourself? Listen, listen, listen. What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maidservant? has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. She goes, I have, I, have, I have nothing. I got nothing, nothing here. Now, the jar of oil wasn't a jar of oil to make bread or to cook anything. That jar of oil was anointing oil, was olive oil. She says, I, I ain't got nothing, huh? But I still got a little anointing left in my life. There's just, it's, it's, it's I, I can pull a little bit more God out of me. I, I, I know it's in there. I know there's a golly man in there still. I know there's a golly woman in there. I, I, I know there's still something in me. And so I'm going to call on that oil. I'm going to call on that jar. I'm going to call on that that's in my life because why? Because there's a need in my life. There's a need in my life. There's a need in my life. There's a need. See, I want you to know this tonight. God can work with a person who says, I can't do it no more. You got to hear what I'm saying. God can work with a person who says, I can't do this no more. That you just liberated God to do something for you. I can't do this. Good. Now God can do it. I can't do this. Good. I ain't got nothing. Good. I ain't got nothing in my house. Good. There ain't nothing left in me. Good. Miracles are built upon feeling that I can't. Listen to what I'm saying. The miracles are built upon people who admit that they can't do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> miracles are not built about, I got this. I can do this myself. I can still hustle. I still got it in me. Yeah, that's why you're still struggling. You, that's why you're still going through hell. That's why you still need to get burned out a little bit more. You know, get burned out a little bit more. And you know what I'm talking about, some you know what about getting burned out means? God's miracles are built on people who said, I can't no more. Comment in there, I can't. Someone say, I can't. Say it, I can't. I can't. I, I know I can't. I can't do this. There's no way in heaven I can do this. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way in heaven that I can do this. There's, I can't do this by myself. There's no way. I need God continuously to show up, to show up, to show up. There was no way I was able to buy a van for the men's, a brand new cash, debt-free, right there, bam. There was no way. We went and we bought it and then we walked out. There was no way. Now in a couple of weeks, we're gonna do the same thing for the women's zone. I said, but I can't, I can't do it. There's no way. I can't. So that makes God show up. I'm desperate enough to say, I can't, God. I need you. I needed you when I first got saved. I needed you when I was in the home. I needed you when I got married. I needed you when I pastored. I need you now that I'm pastoring. And I need you now in this weird season. Because I can't. I can't. So our can't makes God can Listen, her desperation brought her to function in blind faith and obedience to the man of God. Her desperation allowed her to do what was needed of her. My thing to you tonight will your desperation allow you to do what you need to do? Will you listen to what's asked of you? Would you obey what the preacher has been preaching? Would you listen to what the prophet has been saying? Would you listen to what the word has been saying? Would you stop saying, I don't need you and start saying, I can't? Come on, somebody. What What will your desperation bring you to? Listen to what the Bible says. He says, the Bible says this. Then he said, then the prophet said, and the man of God said, and the shepherd said, Go borrow vessels from everywhere. For all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. (laughs) He, He tells her straight out. He says, I want you to go and I want you to borrow some vessels, empty ones, he said to get vessels not a few. Say to me, not a few. Not a few. Not a few. Not a few. She, she, she went and borrowed, not knowing what would happen. Just by faith. Some say, just by faith. <laughs> I want you guys to write this down, and you guys are going to quote me, quote me, write. Those that right, write the stuff. Here we go. Spiritual the spiritual world never makes sense to the natural world. The spiritual world never makes sense to the natural world. The man of God told her, listen, you ain't got nothing in your house. You got some oil grape. Go borrow some vessels. Go, don't get a few, go get a lot. Come on somebody, in other words, get a lot of them. That's what he are saying, get a lot. Get a lot, you go and get all that you can get. Make sure you knock on every neighbor's door, every single person. Don't shortchange change yourself because sometimes church, we shortchange change unless we know the facts sometimes. They tell you, go run a mile and be back. And if they would have told you, go run the mile, and the faster you do it, the more money you get, the faster you would do it. But since they didn't tell you, you gonna be walking the mile for 35 minutes. Oh. She didn't know the facts. She didn't know anything else, but she obeyed. Come on, she obeyed, she obeyed, she obeyed. So what's the point of going to the man of God and not obeying? She went to the prophet. Listen to me, those, they're alive. What's the point of going to the prophet and not listening to him? What's the point of asking advice and not taking it? Ain't nobody want to come. What's the point? As much as you get tired, I get tired. So I say, like, "What's the point?" And they're gonna listen, anyways. What's the point? Let's make sure to look at everybody, so they won't say I'm picking up people. Come on, amen. So this was the thing. He didn't go to her. She, she went to him. She reminded him who her husband was and how he feared God. She told him of her need and told her she couldn't do nothing, but she had this in her house. So then he tells her, borrow she's probably seen I, I've, heard I've been dead from borrowing that's why I'm here because last time I borrowed my husband died and he couldn't pay it so you, you don't you don't hear me you don't hear me he was telling her to go do something that got her in trouble the first time God will always tell you to do what you did before that worked before because sometimes you're so carnal you don't catch it so the spiritual world never makes sense to the natural world and so we miss things we miss things we miss things so her desperation made her dependent on the man of God made her depend. On the man of God who well then the God, the man of God then depended on God. So listen to this. He looked into the spiritual world and said, How can I help her? By giving her the advice that will change your life. Imagine if he would have did it openly in front of everybody, everybody would have lined up. I got need too. I had needs too. Tell me what to do. But you know that that miracle was in secret. Because what you do in secret will come out in the open. It'd be good or it'd be bad. It'll come out. He shout it from the rooftops. God will whisper it first in your ears and then he'll tell you, you don't listen, you shout it from the top so listen to this he looked into the spiritual world and said this I'm going to show her how to depend on God by learning to obey the man of God listen to what I'm saying why the need why because the need of God to get her attention what is the need in your life that God wants to get your attention What's the need right now in your life that's making you God get your attention again? So all of a sudden, church, she goes and she gets all this, and everything that is seen it, she grabs. The Bible says, and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all the vessels and set aside all the full ones. Guess what? The prophet wasn't there. She had to do it for herself in her own house. She had to shut the door. Someone say shut the door. You got to shut the door behind you. Don't listen to the negative don't listen to the doubt don't listen to the junk you gotta shut the door you gotta shut the door you gotta shut the door it Says no more doubt you're not coming in my home no more fear you're not coming in my home no more i junk you're not coming in my home no more no more shut the door shut the door and walk in the obedience of God walk in the obedience of the word of God walk in the advice of God close the door it's the reason why you haven't seen your miracles, you haven't shut the door the door is still wide open you, you 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 you're literally you have literally have kept the door open and because the door is open listen to me that you have not obtained what God wants to give you Because you haven't shut the door to the things that made you run to the need of the wrong stuff. Come here, come on me Hold this door open. Hold it open, walk that way. You're good, hold the door open. Your need made you run to the wrong thing. And you opened the door that had no business open. You've opened things in your life that you have closed at one time and you reopened them you revisited you allowed it and he's saying you need to shut that door behind you you need to shut back that door come on shut that door come on shut the door get in here shut the door and get your sons and let's pour into those things that you borrowed pour into it to it. Come on, let's all stand. Let's all stand. Oh. Shut up, my Ramda. Shut up, my Oh. We need a miracle. We need to shut the door. There's some things need to be shut. Shut the door behind you. 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 Come on church, come on, begin to speak in your heavenly language. Come on, give us strength of oh God to shut the door. Give us strength oh God to say we can't. Give us strength oh God to listen strength God to get back where we belong shut the door behind you and your sons then pour into all those vessels and set aside the wounds. so she went from him listen. Then she left the presence of the prophet and shut the door behind her. And her sons brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Listen to verse 6. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her sons, bring me another vessel. Said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Listen to what I'm saying. If there was more vessels, there would be more oil. Come on, somebody. If there was more vessel, I want to flip the script really quick. The reason why you're not seeing miracles poured out no more, because you're not. God no vessels no more you're not giving him something to do a miracle with no more the oil could have poured on the ground but tell me who would have profit from it nobody it would have been no waste God doesn't like to waste things they could have kept them pouring they kept them pouring they kept them pouring but it didn't sometimes we burn ourselves we limit God sometimes. How many vessels are you bringing? How many vessels are you opening up? I want me close it right now. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, "Go sell oil and pay your debt." You and your sons live on the rest. Come on. Here's the miracle. Here's a miracle. Listen, her faith was weak as a wife of a man of God. You don't you don't hear me though. She's her need brought her back to depending on God. servant my husband fears the Lord she never said we fear God she said he fears God I followed him because he was a man of God now you've allowed me to get back where I need to be come on somebody you brought me back in a full circle to depending on him so her faith and God developed a miracle her faith Her faith in responding to the man of God and God brought a miracle. That's the power of God. When God meets your faith, when God meets your action, when God meets you, when you close the door, when God meets you, when you say, God, I can't. When I can't. Here it goes. And I only close it with this. Here it goes. faith changes things. Come on, your faith will change things. Your faith will change things. Her faith changed things. Why the need to get her attention? Why the need? Come on, somebody. To bring her close to God. Why the need in your life? See, there's a need cannot supply and a desperation that we cannot solve which leads us to dependence on God which allows him to deliver us come on somebody listen to what I'm saying our need will bring us into desperation to him that will bring us to depending on him that allow him to deliver us come on somebody that will allow him to deliver us to allow the miracles to come forth to allow the breakthrough to happen because we have to listen to what God is telling us and we can't say, Well, I tried. No, you didn't. You got to get to the place where you say, God, here I am. I can't, but I know you can. God, I ain't got nothing, but I got a little bit of nothing. Oh, there's a little bit left in my house. And I'm literally going to, I'm literally, I'm literally going to shut the door. That's just no more junk coming in here. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Someone say no more. No more. There's a miracle coming. Why the need? Because a miracle's coming. Come on, because there's a miracle coming. There's a breakthrough coming. There is a breakthrough coming. God is in charge of everything. God, listen, God gives you free will, guys. He gives you free will. He doesn't make you robots. He allows us to make choices. He allows us to listen to our flesh or to Him. He allows us to burn ourselves and to hang ourselves. He says, it's all up you. It's all on you. And tonight, God is saying Shut the door, man. Shut the door on the enemy. Shut the door. Shut the door. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Why the need? Why the need? Why the need? God, why the need? Maybe I make wrong choices. God, help me. Maybe I, I misuse funds. God, help me. Maybe I make wrong choices. God, help me. I see the need now that need is drawing me to my knees the need is drawing me closer to you that need is causing me to be dependent on you I'm closing the door I'm not allowing myself to run to the wrong things and allow the wrong things to come in my house and in my life I'm shutting everything down because I'm expecting a miracle I'm closing the door behind me because I'm expecting a miracle I'm expecting a miracle. Come on, I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting a miracle. Oh, yes, oh God. Yes, oh God. Come on, I want you to sing it out with me tonight. I want you to sing this song out with me tonight. As we begin ready to pray, and we begin ready to get a hold of God. I want you to begin to sing this song out. action will come, the atmosphere of God will begin to move in us, and things will begin to fall off of us, off our minds and off our hearts, and we will learn to obey the word and what God is saying to us as a church and as a body. Come on, just sing it out with me, sing it out,